Welcome to the VP Live Network. Your 30-second countdown has begun. This show is intended for adults of legal smoking age, and as such, the content is not intended for viewers and listeners under the age of 18. Vapor's Place is in no way responsible for the opinions of any host on the VP Live Network. Please grab a vape, sit back, and enjoy the show. Hi. What's going on? So, um, before, before, I, before I bring my wonderful Canadian friends on the air with me, I have to bitch about something. So, you know how, you know how, let me, let, let me tell you about my fucking day, okay? <laughs> well, the, the good part of my day was my husband had a, an appointment with the specialist that's supposed to be able to figure out his neuropathy. So, you know, Paul has been basically working out of town Monday through Friday since the middle of December. So, you know, I only get to see my husband a couple of days a week. So because he had this appointment with this fancy ass specialist that was going to figure out the problem, um, he got to come home last night. So now anybody that knows me knows that I am up until like five o'clock in the morning every night if I sleep. Well, last night was a don't sleep night. But that was okay because, you know, when my husband got up at the ass crack of dark, like he always does, um, I got to spend a little extra time with him. So off to this super uber specialist we go. Now, it's 120 miles from here. Yes, I said that correctly. 120 miles from here. So off we go 120 miles to this uber fancy specialist. Guess what? They sent him to the wrong specialist. The specialist that he went to that referred him referred him to someone else that did the same exact thing that he did. So <laughs> I'm, I'm not even kidding. I would like to say that I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, but I'm not. So we drove 240 miles today for fucking nothing. Now, you know how if you make a doctor's appointment and you don't show, they bill you because you didn't show up? I want to know who the fuck is going to write us a check for 240 miles on my truck. The only good part of that was I got to spend all day with my husband. And that was a good thing. So, yeah, um... There's that. <laughs> Are you freaking kidding me? All right, now we'll bring on the guys from Canada who can tell me all about their wonderful free health care. Hi, Rich. Hi, how are you guys? Hi, Sean. Can you hear me? Yeah. Oh, cool. So, yeah, um, that was my day. So, you guys, you guys are going to finish off my wonderful day. 
Jeannie, I'll finish you off anytime, my love. Oh, um, by the way, uh, Rich, did you give Jacatro a proof of life picture? <laughs> no, but you can hear her in the background right now. She wants to be on radio too. Well, that that could be a recording. <laughs> How do you know it's not? Yeah. See, there you go. Um, you know, it's it's really not nice to tease a a bunch of animal loving women. Ooh, that sounded really wrong. I, I meant that in the non non really <laughs> wrong way. Yeah. Well, anybody, if anybody doesn't know, um, Sean and Rich are the wonderful fellas at Flavor Art North America. Um, and both of them, I, I am lucky enough to be able to get to call real-life friends of mine. Um, and Rich has this wonderful little pug dog. And um, he keeps telling Jacatro that, that he made stir-fry. It was delicious. so what's been going on with you guys I never see you guys anymore please tell me you're going to vape bash Sean are you there yeah I'm here are are you guys coming to bash Sean are we going to vape bash Um, most probably you know every time you say that about a me you end up not being there yeah just we're just we were just talking about that the other day. We're trying to coordinate our schedule for shows this year. <laughs> um, I haven't even looked at the Vapash site. I haven't even seen it up. Um, we hope to. Um, we both missed uh, going to uh, VaporCon last year, unfortunately. Well, um, it was yeah, it but was, that uh, was on can, that was on Canadian Thanksgiving, though. So yeah, and one of you had to be in Houston. Yeah, Rich had meetings in Houston all weekend. Yeah, that was me. Big Texas. So, but what's been going on with you guys lately? Well, crazy, crazy busyness. Um, like anything, uh, we're trying to, you know, get a, a business start up. Um, we've, uh, you know, had met with uh, some unexpected delays, uh, largely um, the fact that the Italians have a a fondness for a piece of software that maintains the back end of their factory and their ordering system uh, that attaches forward to their uh, e-commerce site. So it's not really so much the e-commerce part of the software as how it ties through their inventory control, uh, their ordering and manufacturing processes, but it ties forward to an e-commerce site. And because it's so well integrated and they're so comfortable with it, um, it's the the backbone of what they're developing, which is a uh, 54-country multi-store system for their new website. So uh, we've been waiting 10 months for a website. Yes, and that translates into a giant headache. Yeah, a real headache. We've been uh, operating. We were supposed to operate for two months manually, and we've been operating seven months on a manual basis, uh, which is uh, which is not fun. Uh, and quite frankly, it's Rich's problem. So uh, uh, I feel sorry for him every day. Okay, Janie, I'm Asian. We're used to working very hard, you know. Many, many, hello, dear friend. Introducing 2016, newest atomizer e number one smoking. So good. Oh, 
and every time you same as I did in China. Yeah, yeah, every time you do that voice, all I can think of is Phil's video. <laughs> why? Why you gotta be like that, Jimmy? Why you gotta bring my skeletons out of the closet for? Um, that that was that was an epic video, though. Um, yeah, and I don't. Yeah, there's probably a lot of people that don't realize that that was you. In that video, probably but, for the best. <laughs> um, yeah, it was that. You know, here's the thing: when you have been in this hobby, industry, um, life experience, um, whatever you want to call it, as long as we have, there there is so much embarrassing stuff about us that that people could bring up. You know. It got, uh, Father Jack got brought up the other day, and, um, you know, I still, the most embarrassing thing I've ever had to do in vaping was admit to Father Jack that I had a juice called Nuns Buns. Um, I don't know if anything will ever be more embarrassing than that to me, ever. So, your video was at least meant to be funny, and it was. <laughs> I guess that's true. Uh, Phil's was, always a pleasure. He's a wonderful guy to uh, to hang out with, and, and we have the honor of calling him friends. Oh, it's crazy! You guys have got new flavors. Yes, yes, we do. Uh, although, uh, I mean, I'm I'm hoping uh, my second package had made it out to yes, you. Yes, it I'm did. Not sure if it did. Uh, oh, okay, perfect, perfect. I sent you a message. Um, but uh, yeah, um, we got a you know Sean. And I have been doing our best to uh, to not only service North America as flavor art and to bring uh, what everyone knows as, uh, as quality flavorings over here, but to, uh, you know, kind of listen to the demands of the North American market and really uh, do our best to, to uh, bring flavor art from Italy kind of up to speed on what's going on with the marketplace here and the request. Uh, and one big gap that we saw um, was, uh, was cake uh, and uh you know, we uh, we wanted to make a cake that had uh, all the guarantee of cleanliness uh, and uh, the quality that flavor art represents. And so, uh, you know, it was the help of some uh, of our DIY mix gurus, uh, you know, not saying any names or pointing any fingers, uh, but you guys know who you are. Uh, we beta tested a couple different versions of cake and sour, and, uh, and we're ready for release in March. And we'll be doing lots and lots of promotions and giveaway once the product lands in country. Uh, so... Everyone here, you know, you should be tuning into your DIY resellers and looking for those contests as, uh, as they will be quite uh, quite popular and everywhere. And the cake flavor is awesome. Really, really good. Really tasty. I I used... You know, the, the, Go ahead, Sean. I, I was just going to say, you know, the, the, the first six months is all about refining processes. and uh, And it's also an interesting thing because you know, creating a relationship from a good friend into a trusted business partner, um, as I have experience with Rich, is, is being rewarding and rich, enriching because, you know, I had great respect for him um, as a friend, and uh, he's become a trusted colleague, and we've learned how to work together in a new environment where, you know, you're basically building everything from scratch and uh, building every single system up one by one. Um, and uh, it's been it's been a it's been a fun ride so far, quite frankly. I, you know, I uh, sort of uh, divorced myself from my traditional businesses because I wanted to do something fun for the last 15 years of my career, and uh, I wanted to focus it in this industry and this community. And uh, and it's it's a it's a ride, you know. Um, 
you know, uh, we've literally manually turned on over 180 new accounts in the last six months and uh, um, have a great opportunity now that we're dealing with uh, every DIY house that we want to except Wizard Labs. For some reason, they don't want to do, uh, do any business with Flavor. I can't figure out why. Um, but apart from that, uh, every account that we wanted to get, uh, uh, we've been able to uh, uh, work into. And some of them are uh, quite impactful. Like some pretty big uh, players in the industry we're working with right now. And, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of vendors out there that have created new flavor lines um, out of Flavor Arts Library. And, you know, and I, I tell you this all the time, and I don't think that it really, I don't, I don't know if you really believe what I'm telling you when I say to you that there are a lot of people that are very happy that they can get flavor art when they want it. Now, um, I, you know, and I was one of those people. It wasn't that I ever started to dislike flavor art flavorings. I didn't. I, I have always really liked a lot of them. But it got where they were just so hard to get a hold of. And and you know me, when I come up with an all-day vape, now damn it, I want my all-day vape. Um, which is really kind of pathetic because I actually counted recipes the other day. Um, and the amount of recipes that I have is equal to the amount of flavorings I have. Um, right. So... You know, why it is that I end up with probably one of five flavors is always in my rotation. Um, and a lot of the time, it's two or three of the five flavors that I have in rotation are like all-time favorites. You know, somebody was, uh, we were talking about recipes the other day, and I thought, oh, you know what one I haven't made in a long time? And it had been like probably better than six months since I made any of my banana vape up. And that was something that for like five years was an all day vape for me. And I hadn't, I hadn't made any in so long. And now I'm trick. Now I'm trying to figure out um, exactly how I can recreate it without it having Loran's banana cream in it, because there isn't a doubt in my mind that Loran's banana cream is probably off the charts in things that I probably shouldn't be vaping. You know, you know, the funny thing is, is that um, you go from uh, simple bliss and sheer passion and really not caring about anything except the fact that you're no longer smoking cigarettes. Um, and then in this position that Rich and I are in, okay, to a position where you start learning a lot of stuff that you probably never wanted to know. But once you know, you can, can't avoid. You know, it's the you same thing that yeah, I've always Yeah, you can't unknow it. They, they really haven't invented brain like bleach. I, yeah. I, can't go in a, I can't go in a public cooler hot tub because as a chemist, you know, selling chemistry for pools and spas and pesticides for 15 years and manufacturing them, I know too much about water chemistry and biology. I, I can't go in a, a pool. I can't, go in, I can't even go in a friend's pool. Okay, I was at Phil's place for July 1st this, this summer with uh, Rich, and uh, Phil's like, come out of the pool, come out in the pool. I'm like, mm, no, can't. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I'll you pass. Know? Yeah, I, I understand that. Well, we, I mean, we, we send back 
um, uh, I guess it's, we can make this public, right? We, we send probably 10 samples a week back, uh, both of flavors. That's uh, Bella in the background, uh, the pug, I think here. Um, she was just in the office yesterday, so I know that voice very well, right, Rich? She wants to be on radio, too, I think, to prove to John that I haven't eaten her yet. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we send not only finished e-liquids, uh, but we send uh, uh, flavors back from our competitors, you know, on a weekly basis and develop a database. So, although I can't divulge any of that information, uh, it's not uh, it's not good business to, you know, uh, call out uh, products, you know. I'm, I don't, you know, not that I thought what Vaporshock did was wrong, but uh, I, I'm not that company or that person. But uh, you just learn too much. Right. Uh, I had a uh, I had a chemist sort of say to me uh, a little while ago um, that what we're, we have to face at some point in time in the near future is what everybody somewhere between 40 and 50 faces. There's a very, very high probability that between 40 and 50, you have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, hypertension, you become a type 2 diabetic. Um, you know, uh, you become celiac. My son at 19 just became celiac. Um, and you all of a sudden got to change your eating habits. You know, uh, I think we all remember the day that uh, we went out drinking till 1, 2 o'clock, 3 o'clock, whatever in the morning, and then went and got a pizza or had a sub and, and or, you know, ate a big, huge double cheeseburger, you know, till 3 o'clock in the morning and went home and slept. And, and all of a sudden you don't do that anymore. No, I still do that. And, and that's what you still do that? Okay. Um, but that's, you know, kind of what we're coming to right now. This guy was making the analogy that, you know, there's just, you know, a sheer reality of what we're going to face. And, and the reality is we've been talking about it for two years, but we're going to face it sometime between now and Memorial Day. Um, and, uh, you know, unfortunately, I'm living, you know, my life in a world of lawyers. I mean, I don't think I've not met with a lawyer for two hours any day this week. You know, I'm, you know, prepping right now uh, all of the research and, and uh, <laughs> background information from our, for our Quebec lawyer team for a $350,000 lawsuit that we're filing uh, very, very soon against the Quebec government as a constitutional injunction. So it's kind of one of those things that, uh, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a big wake-up. I mean, this, this year is going to be a real wake-up for this industry, and, and uh I'm not sure that it's not going to affect DIY, quite frankly. Yeah, neither am I. Um, hold right. on just uh, one second, Sean. Let me interrupt you just for a second. If if you're in the phone queue, guys, and you have a question you want to ask these guys, you have to press 1. I know the obnoxious British lady doesn't tell you that anymore, but you still need to do it. Okay, go ahead, Sean. Sorry. Yeah, so, I mean, you know, his analogy really struck home with me that... Uh, you know, um, you know, just as in life, you know, things change and realities change. Uh, you know, we're, we're uh, you know, sitting here and having tons of fun and building juices. And there's so much fun in this industry. But then there's like this reality check that we deal with every day. Um, and uh, unfortunately, it's like uh, it's like being the fun priest. You know, we're the, we're the cool priest, but we're the guy that, you know, has some morals and ethics in our industry and actually are playing it for the long term and uh, and not everybody that we work against and, and uh, compete with is in the same ballpark as us. Uh, they can say they are, but you know what? 
you know, the funny thing about chemistry is, is that uh, the biggest mythos of this industry is when someone says, well, there's only four things in e-liquid, right? You know, uh, PG, VG, nip, and flavors. And, you know, you know, the reality is, is that we're taking a flavor that could have up to 600 chemicals and mixing it with another six flavors that could have another 600 chemicals in each of them. And we're dealing with a myriad of 3,600 chemicals right now and how they potentially mix. You know, I, right? I had and, this exact yeah. conversation with somebody. Um, it was in the chat at one of the Inside Vaping shows. And they're like, you know, well, and they were reading off this list, you know, they got this flavor ingredient list. And I'm like, you know, that that really could be right. And they're like, no, it's only getting it. Like, but you don't understand. You don't understand the compounds. You know, you're saying that it's only got VG, PG, Nick and flavoring in it. Well, that flavoring could have hundreds of compounds in it. To create that one flavor. And if these people are listing off everything, then yeah, you could have a list of ingredients two pages long. And yeah. and they don't get that. And when you put that post up the other day, that's that's what I was like, you know, I gotta get these guys back on the show because Sean, you you put out some of the best posts I have ever seen trying to show people um what the actual situation is compared to what we think it is and that's what yeah I, I try not i try not to sound preachy though and i, I don't want to come off preachy because then it kind of comes off that we you know we're pious or, or extremely biased and, and and clearly we have a position in this marketplace you know uh we're trying to uh trying to portray a company that has some pretty uh strong integrity and it comes from the owner Quite frankly, we just uh, we're just preachers that are you know sharing the same Bible and and, and having the same doctrine, okay, you know, uh, and following in that same wake. And uh, it's one of the reasons I picked Rich because I you know knew that once he saw what flavor it was, it was kind of like when, when Phil saw it this summer when you know uh, Trish and him and my wife and I were going on holidays and uh, he popped into Milan for a day or two and did a fifth fast uh, review on the way of to the rest of Italy, uh, um, you know, he saw what we saw too, how, you know, how intense this company is and everything that they do um, and how strict they are. I could tell you, Jeannie, Rich could be a millionaire right now if we would sell certain flavors uh, that we won't. And uh, we, have to, we have to fight to actually stop companies going around us to still buy some of our diacetyl flavors that we won't sell here. I mean, we just won't bring them in and we won't sell them. Um, and, uh, I mean, this early this, this year, Rich, you remember the whole yogurt thing? God, we oh, had orders yeah. for hundreds of thousands of dollars, okay, that we passed up. I mean, our yogurt's not in some major, major e-liquids because we wouldn't release our flavor, okay, that we knew still had diacetyl in it. Um, and we couldn't make a good flavor until, you know, we got it right and got it clean and, uh, and we're prepared to release it. We lost those, those opportunities. Yeah. And uh, I don't, I don't know if I, did I tell you about my experience with yogurt flavoring? <laughs> no. I, well, and, and I gotta be honest. 
I knew I was going to hate it. I, I just knew it was going to be one of those things that was not going to translate into a vape well on my palate. There wasn't a doubt in my mind that I was going to hate this stuff. And I don't. I don't hate it. And that was very shocking to me. Because a lot of things, like the cereal vapes, cereal vapes have never been my thing, ever. Because, you know, milk just was not one of those things that translated well for me. You know, um, like Bavarian cream flavorings. Bavarian cream flavorings, I hate them. They taste like rancid milk to me. Everyone on the market did never liked any of them. Cereal vapes, never liked any of them. I have tried and tried and tried to like these cereal vapes that are all the rage with the hipsters. Um, I just don't. So when you said, they're going to send you this yogurt, I thought, oh my God, I'm going to have to try this. Because if you guys send it to me, I have to try it. I, I tried black pepper for God's sake because you sent it. Therefore, I had to try it. And it, and it actually has a place, um, surprisingly enough. Um, but I tried the yogurt thinking that it was just going to be awful and I was going to hate it. And I like it. And it, it kind of freaks me yeah. out. I, I really never thought I was going to like it. I thought it was going to be just like every other dairy that there ever was. And it was just going to be bleh. And it's not. Um, so, yeah, you guys continuously make a liar out of me. Um, and fortunately for me, it's only being made out a liar to myself. Because, you know, there, there's things that I haven't told people that I really just don't like. And that was one of those things. And um, I was quite surprised to find out that I liked it. I, I make a peach yogurt now that I really like. And my oldest daughter... Um, who is nine months pregnant and vaping zero, um, she really, really likes that one. And she likes... Yeah, I make a peach, peach yogurt, too. Um, but it, I guess the thing about yogurt is is most people think that it's, you know, two-thirds yogurt and something else. No. Kind of like the proportions of a yogurt cup where you've got, you know, two-thirds yogurt on the top and and a third or a quarter of fruit compost at the bottom. And, uh, and it's not really that way. It's really, when you're blending it, it's more like, you know, the yogurt's on the bottom and the fruit's on the top, right? Yep. You know, for me, anyway, the way, you know, the way I mix it. And uh, it becomes a subtle back tone. It's a new creamy texture. It's thick and uh, full in your mouth. But there's a there's a different density for some reason, okay, uh, and how your your tongue and your palate perceive the vape with yogurt. It's, uh, um, you know, uh, but basically it's stale milk, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't really love yogurt as a dessert by any means, right, myself. But um, but it's not frozen yogurt, right? Uh, right? Well, um, you, you could make a frozen yogurt with it, but... I mean, it's one of those flavors that um, a half a percent is enough. Um, the condensed milk is another one. Um, the condensed milk I really, really like. But I like it at a quarter of a percent. Um, yeah. Because the, the, the back notes that it adds to a recipe are absolutely amazing. Um, I, I have yeah. found 
I have found that um, trying that trying the condensed milk out at two percent was a very bad idea. <laughs> Especially if you don't like those dairy you notes, know, Jeannie. I can only imagine your face when you vape that. It's it it was a very bad idea. It is not yummy at two percent. Um, not it's yeah. it's not. Um, but at a quarter to a half, it does wonderful things. And I think that really is the the hardest thing for most mixers who have learned to mix with other flavor lines and they get into flavor art. The minuscule amounts of flavor art that you need compared to the others um, really throws a wrench in for a lot of people because they get a flavor and I get emails and I get messages on Facebook constantly. It's like, I'm trying to like this and I can't. I've tried it at 6%. I've tried it at 8%. I've tried it at 10%. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait, whoa, back up. Try it at 2 and the next day I will get another message and you're like, this is amazing. I'm like, I know. So, you know, that, that throws a wrench in for people. They're just, they're really not used to working with such low amounts. Um, and that's our, that's our hardest thing to do with commercial mixers, you know, even big companies. Because we see recipes and their first recipe that they're about to go live with is 15, we've seen 20% straight one flavor. We've seen recipes with 6 and 8% yogurt, okay, that they were about to release. And these are really big companies, right? And, like, Rich and I are, like, going, now, how about you half that? And they're, no, no, we really like, no, no, seriously, half it. Okay, half it again. And, uh, and when they see, I mean, I literally go in with, like, now, my presentation is going in with 10 or 15 uh, DIY recipes and sitting down, you know, pre pre prepare, preparing to be humbled, you know, by a guy that sells a million bottles a month. And, uh, and uh, you know, him walking away with my DIY bottle going, you know what, we're going to go back and talk about this because there's only 6% flavoring in this. And, uh, and we just hadn't come to terms with that. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's amazing. I mean, we were in uh, California in, what, August, October, November, Rich? November. It was in November. November. We're, we're sitting around a board table. We went from back to back of two of the largest uh, e-liquid brands in the world, the owners uh, who are mixers. And, uh, and uh, you know, we were mixing at the table with them. And, uh, you know, kind of what happened in Ash last year, you know, where you and Jeremy were sitting there, with flavors and, and coming up with recipes on the fly, we were literally mixing at, at a boardroom table on a presidential suite, and uh, and they were blown away that you could mix at five six percent, um, or certainly under eight percent, um, and uh, um, yeah, it's a it's a different thing. I mean. You know, uh, it's hard. It's a steep learning curve. Flavor art is a very steep learning curve. It's, uh, I mean, I've been still, I still can't mix with uh, seven leaves. Uh, I still haven't figured out how to get it 
you know, balanced for my palate. Um, I'm still trying, right? Um, but uh, it's a lot. You, you spend a lot of time learning it. It's, it's amazing how much we've learned off of people in the marketplace, and we probably spend. Um, funny, you know, this is a job where we probably spend an hour, at least an hour a day, right, Rich? I would say a, a minimum. <laughs> it, um, just just reading through the DIY forums and learning from our customers uh, yeah. because, you know, we're not going to ever say that we know more than somebody like uh, Jared Castro or Jennifer Jarvis or, you know, people like Kathy in the room here or, you know, people like Margo that have used it yourself, Jeannie, people like uh, uh, Heaven in the Clouds. Uh, is it Heaven in the Clouds, Jason? What is it? He- head what is head in the Clouds. Head in the Clouds. Yeah, Head in the Clouds. Oh, my God. Okay. You know, there's people out there that know more about our product than Rich and I ever will um, and have a, an appreciation for how to subtly balance um, some of our flavors. You know, I, I think that, there was a time that I hated our custard, and now I love our custard. Oh, it's the only um, one I like. Time... Yeah, it is the <clears> only <throat> yeah. custard that I like. Yeah, I, I thought I, I thought it was just a bad mixer, and I must have probably twelve or sixteen ounces of the Pella V1 vanilla custard in my uh, inventory, and I've never really been able to mix with it, and I've never liked what I mixed. And I've never liked that, like the commercial custard that I've ever uh, vaped. That I can remember one time I was stupid enough to buy $100 of Grant's vanilla custard, and I threw it away. And it just after about a month, they put it in the garbage. It was just, you know, whatever. You know, it wasn't for me. Right? So it's one of those things, you know. But uh, listening to other people, you know, we, we learn uh, a lot from our customers. And uh, there's just, you know, a wealth of stuff, right? It's like... Uh, what Roosevelt said, I'd rather have uh, 1% uh, of 100 people's efforts than 100% of my own. And uh, it's the same way that we view this is that, you know, we could never know as much as, you know, a 1,000, you know, 2,000 customers out there that use flavor art and have learned something. And uh, every piece of their information is extremely valuable and, um, and necessary to accumulate into our own knowledge and uh and that's what we're doing is just constantly accumulating knowledge um, because uh, the accumulation of everybody out there and their understanding of, you know, how to make it work, you know, like weird flavors. We have some crazy weird flavors, right? Like, you know, tutti frutti, okay? It's bubblegum, okay? Right? It's, it's freaking bubblegum. Um, you know, people that have learned how to use joy, people that have learned how to use oba oba, Oh, right? joy. I mean, there's huge. Joy is amazing right. stuff. And I had to, we were trying to explain to somebody what joy was on the last show that we did on here that ended up being, um, and, and my apologies to all the fellas out there that listened to the podcast in their car and thought that they ended up in the ladies' room. Um, it, it was Par and Margot and I, I mean, in Liz and, oh, my good Lord, it was all of us girls. And you know how us girls get. You've seen us at meets as uh, when we when we get in our little group. It's crazy. But we we're trying to explain joy to somebody. And I said, look, I'm, I'm telling you, joy is bakery. It, it 
joy is just an amazing thing. I have been working on a blackberry dumplings recipe. And, um, oh, crap. What's the name of the new one you sent me, Rich? Uh, monsoon. Yeah, Monsoon. monsoon? Um, yeah. Monsoon and Joy worked perfectly. But for me to try to explain Joy to somebody, the best that I could come up with was it's bakery. It it works so well in bakery style vapes. It's it's just it's it's amazing stuff. It's pure joy. There, how's that pun? <laughs> yeah, Rich has to actually deal with that in, in some pretty funny ways. Uh, our tobacco is priced at wholesale more expensively than fruit. Uh, for some reason, it's just more expensive to, com- to create compounds and from all the various molecules that price of tobacco. And, and so our tobacco is a really complex formula. And, uh, and, and when we brought it out, okay, it was designed really to be... Um, a tobacco, right, Rich? Yeah, uh, I still use it uh, as my primary kind of tobacco additive. But um, I remember we, when we first caught wind of people using it as as a bakery element, um, you know, it was just it was very surprising because uh, when Italy had first beta tested the first round of emotion flavors, that was Joy Storm, uh, Soho, and Glory, uh, it was marketed to us as a tobacco line and the other three are definitively tobacco but joy was the one that i said this tastes more like like a like a pastry sweet you know bakery kind of flavor without the weight of a dough uh background to it and then we heard of people using it mixing it and describing it as funnel cake and donut and uh, it was just it's like you know once again as sean had mentioned earlier uh you know we we pay very close attention to what goes on in the diy world uh you know not only as passionate diy mixers and vapors ourselves but i mean since the inception flavor art has always uh, loved our diy community and uh and, you know, next thing you know, I have uh, our vendors coming at me saying, hey, you know, I, I want to order Joy, but it's, it's uh, priced as a tobacco and it's not a tobacco. And we have to tell them, unfortunately, the, the cost to make it is the same as our tobacco flavorings. I guess the raw material cost is quite high, uh, and that's why we have to price it accordingly. So it was, a, it was a funny argument when we brought it to Italy and we didn't try to change our pricing for it. And they said, uh, it's a tobacco, it's not a dessert. But I said, I don't taste any tobacco in there at all. Yeah, no, I don't. And... You know, Soho, Soho, I do get some tobacco out of, um, but Joy, I don't. Um, yeah, I, I agree, 100%. Ozone? It mixes very well, though. Yeah, oz- I, I made up a mix with Ozone, um, and I'm actually vaping it, which is rather surprising, if you know my palate. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm really enjoying it. Um, Soho, by the way, uh, I converted my son-in-law from two plus packs of cigarettes a day with Soho at 18 milligram. Um, Congratulations. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's working out really well for him. And I told him, I said, you know, if you decide that you want to get a little adventurous and let me get you into some flavors, we can do that. Well, 
he, my daughter is vaping at zero because she's nine months pregnant. Um, but she has the peach yogurt and she has my butterscotch recipe that I make. And he thought, hmm, you know what? And he started mixing some of the butterscotch in with the Soho that I made for him. And he's really liking that. And the funny thing is, I said to him, I said, do you realize that you lowered your nick level? And he said, no, I didn't. I said, yes, you did. He said, no, really, I didn't. He said, I'm still using what you gave me. And I said, I know, but you're mixing Jess's butterscotch with it. And he said, well, yeah. I said, well, that's zero. And he's, okay, well, what does that mean? I said, okay, well, you, the way you're mixing it and the amounts that you're mixing it together, you've dropped the nicotine level down to 12. Is that bothering you? And he goes, no, I don't even think I, I haven't noticed it. I said, well, there you go. You're, you're now a 12 milligram vapor. So you've, not only have you quit smoking, but you've dropped your nicotine and you never even noticed that you did it. So I, I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was a total win. Yeah. So, yeah. So you want to jump onto the subject at hand? Do you want to, did you want to talk about Clearstream? Yes, uh, I did. That, uh, so obviously um, the company from its early inception uh, realized that, uh, it was being used for vaping and, and didn't ignore it like others uh, or hide from the fact uh, of who their customer was and, and the use of their product. And uh, obviously we, we've uh, been involved in research and, and made a, a large commitment to research for a number of years. And, and um, Clearstream Onward was, was the next evolution of our, um, of our research. Um, it's, you know, surprising, uh, but the technologists of the world uh, wouldn't be surprised that, you know, in, in six or seven years, it's amazing how much technology changes. Um, and uh, certainly when it comes to technology used for research, uh, there's, there's been a lot of advancements and research methodologies over the last seven years. Um, a lot of our first research was done with toxicologists, cardiologists, uh, pulmonary specialists uh, like Peloso and 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 Farsinilos and brought into this industry when he was still a smoker, and um, and uh, then we kind of moved off of that. Clearstream um, onward was um, our attempt to understand the needs of the end game, um, and not so much you know honestly to uh, save the world, but to ensure that we were saving the customers that used our product and that we were ensuring that we were doing what was right for our customer. Whether that big customer be a vapor that buys our flavors, like the people in this room, uh, to be used in their own DIY recipes, or for our customers that buy, you know, millions and millions of dollars of our product for commercial use. And, and the other thing most people don't realize is that, you know, in Europe and you know, 40-some-odd countries around the world outside of North America, we're probably one of the top 10 largest uh, e-liquid manufacturers in the world. And, uh, well, you know, my covenant and my my absolute uh, contract and the, the design of Flavor North America is that we would never be 
an e-liquid uh, manufacturer or sell, you know, uh, any uh, devices. We, we manufacture a lot of uh, custom Clearos that we have in a partnership with Cisco. There's a lot of things that Flavor Art is in Europe as well as a, a retailer. We have a number of our own stores and major marketplaces. We just uh, opened up uh, Berlin last weekend and uh, intend to open up London uh, sometime this fall. And uh, in North America, we're just a flavor company. And Clearstream is, is basically the opportunity for us to ensure selfishly in Europe, where we're faced uh, in the coming months with the tobacco products directive, the TPD, um, as a manufacturer that we're living up to the needs that the marketplace is uh, requesting of us. But importantly for the people in this room, except for uh, my friend Thomas, uh, he's the only European in this room, I believe. Uh, no, Barry's in um, there too. Where's he from? Barry is from Scotland. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Uh, one of my favorite places in the world to kayak, Barry. Uh, the North uh, North Sea in, in uh, off of Scotland, North Shores of Scotland. Um, but Clearstream um, <clears throat> it, it, Onward is an opportunity to, for us to ensure that we have done everything we can to provide the scientific evidence that's going to be required. And, and if anybody's actually read the pirate release of, of deeming regulation, while it will change dramatically before it's ever released and there'll be litigation and all sorts of things. Without a doubt, there's two things that we know. And, and this isn't us telling us, you know, you, you that, okay. This is huge customers of ours, uh, that I can't name in this room that have, you know, all sorts of lawyers, you know, the companies that are all lawyered up that are at FDA, that, you know, the big, let's say the top 10 companies and, in this industry, and some of these top 10 companies you wouldn't even recognize by their brand, um, you know, their, their company names you've never heard of before, but these companies are all very, very well prepared and have strategic plans to make it to the end, and um, they've come to us, and they've told us things uh, from their lawyers, uh, who in turn to uh, talk to our lawyers, and, uh, you know, we've kind of learned that, you know, what we're doing is very important because it's not just important to Europe. And uh, quite frankly, with my revenue stream, I would be able to afford what we're doing in Europe. It just happens to be that, you know, Rich and I are getting a free pass um, and that the, the work that we're doing in Europe through Clearstream onward is uh, applicable through to uh, North America. And uh, Clearstream onward, in its, in its basic sense, is ensuring that uh, we're doing... Uh, the most advanced cytotoxicity uh, research available in the marketplace. And it deals with, um, you know, our partner, uh, uh, basically a company designed out of a university uh, science uh, wing, a very advanced uh, science uh, university, University of Milan. And they've literally created a company called Sem3 Ambiente, um, that's designed to basically transfer knowledge and information from pure science into industry, uh, technology transfer, as they refer to it as. And um, they basically said, you know, there, there's a lot that we can do to ensure uh, that, you know, the best science is put in place. And this cytotoxicity, what it's really doing is is um, taking the, uh, the cells that are in the lung, the epithelial cells, 
and there's all different types of cells, and literally creating 3D modeling through the test. So we're literally creating um, a lung, so to speak, and understanding how our specific flavors in finished product of, uh, through vaping affect the lung um, and affect all of the pulmonary systems within our body. And, uh, it, I mean, it's ultimately, you can read the website, which is actually down, I think, tonight for, uh, for some updates. But, uh, you know, surprisingly, you know, bad timing. Uh, but um, it, it's, it's, it's really there to ensure that we can say, hey, we've done everything that a company could do, everything that a company could do with no expense. And the neat thing about it is we're in absolutely no control. We're not setting specs. So this isn't like us saying, here are the results uh, that we want to try to create them, but we're saying, okay, what are all the potential problems? And we're completely open, okay, to unveiling anything that could be a problem. So if there is something in our specific IP inside our formulation that's wrong, if we find molecules that are issues through this science, uh, we're prepared to change them. And, you know, if that means that our strawberry isn't as delicious, we're going to do that um, because we know that uh, at the end of the day and very, very soon, I mean, you know, you know, on the map right now in Europe and, and within three to four months in the United States and within a, a year in Canada, these are going to be the requirements uh, for companies selling these products. And not just the e-liquid manufacturers, but the flavoring companies will be liable as well. And um, so... Clearstream is a uh, two-year process. Um, we started a year ago, February. Um, we've got a year under our belt. Um, we still have another 12 months uh, to finalize everything and make changes. And when I say finalize, it's like not just doing the initial testing and results, but reformulating anything that we find. Now, should there be nothing that they find, it'll be shorter than that, but we anticipate that they'll find something. You know, uh, we're not uh, holding our breath here that, you know, everything is going to go right. We anticipate that we're going to find things that need to change. And uh, we're doing so in a very transparent way. Um, we presented it initially um, through, you know, Phil coming in and doing a very brief overview of what we're doing. We released the information confidentially to our clients, our large clients uh, that manufacture e-liquids. Um, and now we've gone public with a public website uh, in English and, and also, uh, other languages that are being developed right now. I think it's in three languages right now, the website. Um, but we're going to um, basically open the books because we're not in control of this. We've actually made sure that the scientists are in control of this site. Um, you know, clearly it's a, a, a flavor art program and research that's being funded by us, but not controlled by us. Uh, we can't uh, cover something up and say, okay, listen, strawberry's bad. Let's not talk about strawberry until we fix it. No, if strawberry turns out to be bad, strawberry's bad, okay? And, uh, and it's like following along the journey of us unveiling uh, the truth through our investment with this research group. Uh, so it's a very interesting thing. Um, it's not like um, we're getting the results, we're editing them, and telling you what we can tell you that doesn't make us look bad, we're like going, you know what, whatever happens, happens. 
which uh, I think is uh, extremely uh, interesting. It, it's, uh, it's exhilarating and makes me proud. I know Rich and I, you know, there's a lot of things that we're very proud of with the company that we work for, and, uh, and this is a very interesting way to manage the, the, the release of that. And ultimately, as things come up and as things change, you'll see them happen live on that website and, and get updated. Let me let me grab Kevin's phone call before he has to go put his little girl to bed. Hello. Hi, Jamie. How are you? Good. How are you? What's going on? Dear? I didn't think I was going to make it. No, I got you. <laughs> awesome. Um, I already asked in the chat, but I was going to ask Sean. We had talked on Facebook before, and I was. I don't. I think I posted in. DIY recipes that I wish somebody would make a lingonberry, and Sean, of course, uh, replied and said he would he would take it to Italy. So I wanted to uh, see if anything was going on with that. Absolutely, well, Kevin. It, uh, so, sorry, sorry. Uh, as I mentioned in chat, Kevin, uh, lingonberry. Uh, uh, for those of you who don't know, lingonberry is, is kind of like a cranberry. It would be like what our bilberry is to a blueberry. Uh, and lingonberry is, uh, is on the board for development. Hopefully, after the release of Cake and Sour, uh, late spring, we will start development on uh, lingonberry as well as one or two other flavors. Uh, plus, we have some very, very cool uh, marketing slash promotional ideas that I'm not really... Uh, I don't know, Sean, am I allowed to, to kind of leak a little bit of what our plans are or... Yeah, sure. Uh, so, so essentially what we really want to do, uh, you know, to honor our DIY community is to pull every single DIY forum and group uh, that is active and, uh, and kind of leave our next flavor up to you guys uh, through public voting. Pumpkin, uh, so damn it. So we will uh, tally... <laughs> we, would, uh, we would tally our votes and, uh, and we will make a draw. So... Uh, for example, if lingonberry is the most popularly voted flavor, it will be put into development. Uh, now, mind you, the, the judging is going to be extremely subjective. You know, the owner has to agree uh, that, A, it's a possible flavor to make and it's safe to make uh, and that there's a market for it. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, the flavor, whoever votes for it, they'll all be entered into a random number generator and the winner will get some really cool swag and the second and third place winners will... Uh, receive some really cool promotional gifts from their favorite DIY vendor as well. Uh, so that's just a little teaser of what we plan on, uh, you know, for, for the late spring, early summer kind of season, uh, is to leave the next uh, new flavor art flavor up to our, our loving community out there and uh, and to actually hear you guys and see what you uh, most most want from us. Um, and and awesome. while, while I that's think that Cranberry would... the the how do you, what did he call it? What do you call it, Kevin? What's the name of it? Lingonberry. Okay, Lingonberry. It sounds really, really cool. Um, but oh, come on, pumpkin. <laughs> I'm cool with pumpkin too. <laughs> I, I just been... I, I'm a big fan of the Lingonberry juice at uh, IKEA, and I was like, IKEA. as a DIYer, <laughs> everything I taste, I'm like, ooh, this would be a good date. You uh, know? Oh yeah, I'm that way too. So I'm like, terrible about that. So it, who would be better to do it than Playground? I know, but can you imagine? Yeah, it, it, I, I remember that conversation, Kevin, clearly. Okay, and and I also uh, love IKEA in general. Okay, 
and I love eating at IKEA, and I love all things there. IKEA. Okay, yeah. okay, and in all things IKEA, I love. Okay, the Swedes are wonderful people. Okay, I don't quite understand why the Americans uh, don't want to be a country as good as Sweden because it's a pretty cool country. But uh, um, I, I won't I won't discuss politics any further. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean it's it, it's on the list. Okay, it's just uh, there was a couple. I mean, like cake was so important, Kevin, because we have some customers that we absolutely love. Okay, that realize that their recipes, okay, that have uh, cake flavors in them, okay, weren't passing. And um, you know, we did some analysis and we looked at some of the cakes and we realized what was in them. And I'm not going to dwell on what what was bad about other cake flavors, but there was some things wrong with them. And, right. uh, and it was a it, it was one of the things that you know subjectively, you know, cake is one of those staples, right? Um, yeah. That can be used so many different ways. I've uh, I've been playing with my cake. I've come up with a, a pretty damn awesome. Uh, Jamaican rum cake, and uh, it's freaking delicious. Um, it's really good. And I've come up, I've come up it with a, uh, I've come up with a kind of a strawberry and a couple other fruits um, with uh, um, you know a cream layer and uh, a couple other layers in it with a cake, and it's kind of like a you know strawberry chiffon milk boy type of cake. Right, uh, it's just so versatile. It's amazing what you can do with cake. You know, you can do the obvious easy things. And the other neat thing about our cake is, is that it doesn't jump up your freaking coils. Okay, um, Rich was basing on a cake flavor just today, and after a week, okay, he was rebuilding coils. And uh, we're lucky enough that we have a, our own big re, uh, coil rebuilding uh, <laughs> desk and set up in our office. And quite often we congregate over rebuilding coils at some point in the day. And uh, he shows me his coil today. Like after a week of this uh, existing cake uh, liquid, his coil was the most ugly, disgusting, black mess I've ever seen. Oh, like after- yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. terrible. Was just terrible. It was so black. Uh, pretty much I was making this that- other cake. So I go ahead and take that shred. I've done that. So. Uh, yeah, I didn't I've even know you guys were making a cake, so that's exciting. It's really good. Yeah, I've got it I've got it right now. I'm running a uh Kanger sub mini sub mini tank, whatever what is it called? Uh the sub what is it called? Sub tank. Sean, thank you, Sean. Thank you so much for that. Yeah. Because I do that now too. I, can't even remember. I am so lazy oh, with my vape cheap. now, yeah, that I'm like, Oh, what the, par, what the hell is this thing I'm using? And par <laughs> And Par tells me what it is, and I'm like, I don't know. I just know what coils. Yeah, it just it's it vapes. It vapes really well, so I might yeah. not know what the hell it's called, but it works. Yeah, yeah exactly. thank you. <laughs> right? but I, I've, 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 I've been a K-fun vapor for two years. That's pretty much all I. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big K-fun fan. I've, I've kind of moved on to the monster V2s and V3s, but uh, uh, I have so many K-fun variants. Uh, uh, in front of me, it's stupid. But the point what I was trying to make is that I think vaping this 0.3 ohm Clapton coil in a sub tank uh, for two weeks, and it's still clean. And there's no gunk up. There's no carbon uh, buildup. There's the, the coils are you know brownish, but they're not black by any means. They're still vapable after two weeks. I was making a decision, like an ethical decision. 
if I, I opened it up and decided that because you can turn it upside down with cool things, you can turn it upside down look at your coil without <laughs> your tank like a case one. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it, man. I'm going through the weekend with this, this coil. Okay, put it back on, filled it up, and said, you know what? Uh, that's another benefit. It tastes great, and uh, they don't gunk up coils. Okay, that could be a, a slogan of ours, I think. Right? Oh, so. that's awesome. You're making me giddy about cakes. Uh, well, <laughs> here, let me tell you this, so, Kevin. Yeah. Have you heard me talk about about pineapple vapes and coconut vapes, and I just neither one of those flavors has ever translated into a vape for me because I always felt right. like I was vaping suntan lotion? Um you know, I I was a kid in the 70s and 80s, so yeah, anything pineapple and coconut um, together makes me think Hawaiian Tropic Suntan Lotion, which is not a a, a very good flavor. Um, that doesn't sound vapable. No, it doesn't. But so <laughs> I have avoided coconut flavors and pineapple flavors all this time. And when Rich sent me my care package with the beta flavors in it, I took that cake. And I thought, you know what? And I put, <laughs> hold on to your ass, Margo. I, I took a quarter of a percent of. Oh wait, you you have the new cake already? Is um, that what you're talking about? Um, maybe. <laughs> okay, I'm just I'm, I was just making sure that's your. I was um, making um, maybe? sure I was following yeah, that. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah, um, but <laughs> okay, okay. Um, theoretically, okay. Just hypothetically, not theoretically, <laughs> hypothetically, if you took the new cake flavor and you mix that at 2% and you put in a quarter of a percent of flavor art pineapple and flavor art coconut, and then you put 1% meringue in with that mix, it would turn into this awesome flavor. That would be really, really good and not taste at all like suntan lotion. Not that it would make a liar out of me yet again, um, but I'm, I'm just saying. Um, that, uh, hypothetically, yeah, hypothetically, it's really, really good. You could probably add some uh, Jamaican rum to that, too. No, I couldn't. Cause I don't That's know, what I'm I talking about, Kevin. That's where I was going. Alcohol. Yeah, yeah okay. I don't like alcohol. <laughs> Yeah, I don't like oh, alcohol that's right. flavors. You're not into alcohol except no. for root beer. Yeah, um, root beer, I'm yeah. good. Um, but yeah, uh, if something tastes like alcohol, I don't want it. it. Which again is why I love Flavor Arts Marshmallow because it is the only marshmallow I have ever tried in six fucking years. Sorry about your ears, Sean. That tastes like marshmallow, not marshmallow vodka. Right. I love it. Me too. So yeah. All so, right. well, so when the, when the cake question. comes when the cake is, comes out and it gets released, um, I might have a bunch of good recipe ideas to to go with that. Just just so you know. <laughs> okay. Do, 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 do you want to go? You want to go retro in your show, Jeannie? Sure. Do you remember the days, early days, in like Vape TV when there was like a giveaway and they come up with a number, right? And the first time we saw the number, okay, the person would win. Uh huh. Remember those days? Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, why don't you pick a number between, there's 38 people in the room, so number between 1 and 50 right now. Okay. You got it? Yep. Okay. You know, you can't put a stop in this room, but you're just typing stop, 
can you type into this room? Yeah, you, I can. Yes. Okay. Oh, oh yes, okay. okay. So. I'll put okay. it as start. Um, oh, we're going to do an old Stick'em style contest. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to love them. Okay. I will, I will get Rich to mail the winner, okay, 50, within two weeks. Because, I mean, we're, we haven't even released it to our DIY vendors yet, okay? Like, Kimmer will cringe when I do this, okay? Um, <laughs> Kimmer has okay. been waiting is for she a room? I don't know if we can No, do she's this. not. Kimmer, Kimmer, is on, Kimmer is on puppy duty, no, no, so she's taking her nap. She just had... Yeah, yeah, she's on puppy duty. Yeah, she's on puppy duty. She's not here. Margo, Margo stop. Thought, stop, Margo. Thought, thought. Margo, you're cheating. Stop. Okay. Okay. So you got the number. Okay. I don't know how to do it because you're controlling the board yep, here. Yep. I'm going to put okay. a start in, guys. You have to wait till after I put the start in the room. And it, you have to. Rich, Rich, Rich used to be. Rich used to be a host back in the day too, didn't you, Rich? Right. Oh, Je- Jeannie knows. Yep, yes, with yep. Von D. Way back on the Stickum days. Uh-huh. With Von D on VapeNet uh, before, uh, after the Elixir days. Uh, you know, I came <coughs> into VapeNet and. Uh, and yeah, that's that's where it all started. Really and that's well, that's why I call God, him. God, I, I love this. Yeah, that's why you know how Sean, you know how I call you Niagara all the time. Well, mm-hmm. I, I call Rich DJ Vapes because <laughs> that was his screen name. So I'm bad about that. Okay. Yeah. Right there. Okay, so you got a number. Okay, it's between one and fifty. Okay, I will send, you know, let's just say 50 mil right now. I might be more generous, or Rich might get generous, more, more generous, but for sure 50 mil, which is freaking more than you'll need, okay, for a, a long time, quite frankly, because you're only going to use 2% on this stuff. Okay, it's like a lot of other flavor flavors, you know, maybe three. Um, so pick the number and do a start, and then you do a stop, uh, and Rich uh, and you and I will watch for that. And we don't know what the number is, so you got to watch for it, right? Yeah, yep, whenever you want to press stop. Yeah, I can, I can uh, can, okay, I, no, I can I can press stop because um I, somebody got the number like almost right off the bat. Let me scroll back up. There we go. There we go. Um parquet. The number was 13, so parquet was the winner. Um Parquet, send me. Parquet. Yep, send me an email. Um, I'm gonna put my email address in chat. It's genievapes at gmail. Oops, not gmall. <laughs> Parquet, there's my email address. Send me an email, and I will forward it. I will forward um, your name, and I'm gonna need your mailing address so that I can send that to Rich. Okay, um, and. It's it's yummy. You 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 will really like it. I promise. Not that I've tried it. I I, I can only say that the product is being made. Um, we've put a, a pre-order out, okay, uh, with some very detailed uh, reviews on it, uh, as well as sour uh, to our DIY vendors, and uh, and, uh, and and uh, this, uh, I can't tell you. Sour makes <laughs> your a lot of them. The sour makes sour your jaws is, I mean, hurt. I, I like, I like sour just as much, quite frankly. Yeah, it makes right? your jaws hurt. That, but that's the idea. Uh, right? Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. That's, that's the idea. Yeah, so it was right, supposed to be a. Yeah, right in that hinge. Uh, it makes it makes your jaws hurt right in the hinge. 
So yeah, we we uh, we actually came up with that at the request of a very talented mixer that we know and we're close to, um, and uh, and uh, it was a great idea, and we agreed with it completely. We asked a couple other people in the marketplace over two months, and uh, and we decided to do sour different than anybody had done it before. It's a way different formulation than is on the marketplace today, and uh, it's it's funny. We had I don't know maybe less than, less than a half liter of the final test product uh, after three revisions. And we already have now uh, product lines that people grabbed a hold of it. They might have had 50 mils of this stuff. And uh, they built product lines, and we haven't even released this yet. Okay, they've, they've gone hot wild on it. We, we have, like, okay, customers screaming at us right now. We're not even at fight. Well, we're in production now for it. But uh, uh, they've already developed the line, and they're now – bugging rich every day, um, you know, when they're going to get, you know, an or- a product that we haven't even released yet. So it's cool as hell. Uh, I make a, uh, a uh, cherry raspberry sour. What else do I put? Just, is that all I put in that recipe, Rich? You taste it, right? Uh, it, was, uh, it was cherry raspberry uh, and, uh, and yeah, and sour <laughs> with some, with some sweet. Did I put yogurt? Was the yogurt in that too or not? Just, just that? No, no, no yogurt in that one. Oh, maybe a little bit of, maybe a little bit of lime in it too. Uh, I think there might've been some lime in it too, but it, it came out like amazing. It's so well balanced. It's unbelievable. And it just, just creates this great pucker effect, right? It's like just taking a little bit of one of those sour candies into your mouth every time. Uh, on your vape, it's and uh, it's one of those things. It's kind of like menthol vapors. You know, if you want to go insane, go up to five or six percent. Okay, but if you want just like a little bit of sour to change your fruit complexions completely, you know, two three percent. Then if you're a crazy menthol idiot, okay, you know, Rich is one of those guys, right? Okay, <laughs> like you know, you know, go for it. Like seven percent, maybe even eight percent. You'll like go. Holy oh, crap. What the fuck? Rich, did no what up, bro? Hi, Rich. Um, wait, wait a second, Rich. I, I have a question. Um, sure. Did did that fluid like warp your brain? Uh, probably. That's what happens when you nose hit it off of Jenny in front of everyone on Sikkim, I think. <laughs> wow, I can't imagine that. Oh, and the sour too, by the way. Um, sour at two percent all by itself, um, on a dripper, you you will know exactly what you tried. There there's not a wow, doubt. Yeah, there's not a doubt in your mind what you've tried. It's it's kind of a magnifying glass, okay, in a sense that you can try it with individual fruit flavors and it magnifies certain elements of that fruit flavor, brings out certain different uh, complexions oh, of a yeah. fruit or a, a couple fruits that somehow uh, blends them well together and makes them like this like crazy super mutant fruit uh, that's different than they could have ever been before. So it's kind of a, it's an interesting thing to play with uh, for me. It's almost an enhancer. It is an enhancer, in, you know, obviously, because it's another flavor to itself, right? So, um, but yeah, um, so yeah, as Rich said, we're going to uh, we're going to uh, uh, in a very short while uh, get open up a contest and uh, and what Rich didn't say is the winner will actually be involved in the development um, 
of it. They'll be the first people to test it. They will uh, be integral in, in uh, ensuring that they approve of it, and uh, they'll be the very first person to get uh, a watt ton of it um, uh, before anybody else out there. So, okay, you know, uh, you know, uh, it's kind of a neat thing to say, God, I really wanted that Lincolnberry, and I'm freaking Nathan Lincolnberry before anybody. Okay, uh, you know, before all the big DIY houses, and and they can tell Kimmer, okay, uh, you know, how much she should bring in. Okay, so, and uh, if ultimately we figured is if let's say four people all decided, okay, that it was going to be Lincolnberry uh, or whatever. Okay, and uh, then we would just randomize the winner uh, of those people that uh, all. So you know, if you agree with somebody else, agree with them. You, you're literally in that running for that uh, camp of, of that flavor. Uh, it's not a popularity vote. It's going to be literally a vote based upon Rich and, and myself and Max and maybe one or two others. I am. Um, I've got somebody. Yeah, that. I've got one more person here on hold um, that has a question, I do believe. Uh, 530, hi, who's this? Hey, this is Lee, Jeannie. Hi, Lee. I want a, I want a caramel tobacco, where I taste a little bit of tobacco, but I taste that caramel so bad. Well, That's not an extract, right? Well, you know, That's what I want. They, they make a really wonderful caramel, and they have got many, many, many good tobacco flavors. I've not found any that's that good. You know, Jeannie, I've thought about asking you this many a times to help me work through a recipe. You know, I'll pay for shipping and everything, but I would love to work through a good recipe. Okay. I can, I can try to I mean, come up with some stuff and send it for you can try out, Lee. Yeah. You know me. I'm not, I'm not a stalker or anything but uh yeah i stalk you a little bit but you're the only show i watch but i know i just want a good nice caramel tobacco because every time i get one no matter where i order it from it just tastes crappy it tastes tastes like doesn't taste like you don't either taste the caramel or you don't taste the tobacco and it's usually an, an alcohol taste that you taste in it and it just tastes bad well we haven't tried soho yet yeah, I tried it. Um, I wasn't—I didn't get a good flavor out of it, but that was just because I'm newer at mixing. Do you remember what percentage <laughs> you mix the Soho at? Uh, I think it was a two percent. No, ten. Uh, Soho ten. is one of our yeah is one of our only flavors because of the amount of compounds that have to go into Soho. Uh, and the way it's, it's, it's kind of constructed, it's one of our only flavors that the recommended mixing percentage uh, from Italy is actually 20%. Uh, Sean and I find anywhere from 11 to 15% is good enough. Um, but uh, if you wanted a stronger flavor, you know, 17 to 20% is, is, is definitely okay. Um, I think closer to 13 or 11%, and you could put maybe you know, 0.5 or, or 1% of caramel if you wanted a little bit more sweetness for that tobacco. Uh, but yeah, Soho, yeah, you know, the ratio really depends on you, but I, I would say definitely more than 2% for sure. So it's our only flavor uh, currently that's recommended uh, to be mixed at a, at a, I guess what we could say is a regular, uh, a regular <laughs> tobacco. Yo, know, broke this rich. I said hi to you when you first got on, brother. Yeah, um, and me, I, and Yo. because I love caramel, Rich Cavina in the house. Yeah, oh my he is. God. 
And because uh, I love caramel as much as I do, Lee, yeah. I would tell you to go 10% Soho and 2% caramel. And the other big thing that I would tell you is make it up and wait three days. Wait three days and tell me what you think of it then. It's it's. I'll make it up for you, Lee, and I'll send it to you. I'll I'll make you up right. some and I'll that, send that, it to you. I'm I'm like right now I'm at made eighteen, you know, and I just I'm mixing and I get as long as I do like a single flavor like a strawberry, I'm good, right? But when it comes to mixing multiple flavors, I seem to have a problem because I I don't know why it's it just like when I mix multiple flavors on my uh, what do they call that thing? I told you I bought it a couple of them not too long ago. The K Fun? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the K Fun. Everything is so hot when I mix multiple flavors, and I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but it's like it wants to burn the back of my throat, and I'm letting it steep for like three days before I even vape it. And I'm at 1.5, is what I've been running as a coil. I don't know. I'll work with you, Jeannie. I'll, I'll talk to you offline. All right, send me an email, Lee. All right, hey, you have a good day. Thanks. Bye, don't, kid. Don't, don't give up, man. Okay, keep, keep trying. You'll get it. Believe me, it's, it's one of those things that you try and try and try, and if you maintain some perseverance, all of a sudden it just hits someday. Yeah. Right? And, and the f- first day it hits, you'll never go back. You'll be so proud of yourself. Uh, you'll always remember that first recipe. And and the funny thing is, Lee really does enjoy mixing, um, and that's the weird thing. He is the one that built, he built a mixing platform um, that is for mobile, it's for Android, it's it's for, on, I mean, it, this mixing calculator that he came up with um, was really awesome um, because there were so many people that wanted a mobile application and they didn't have one. So... Um, you know, Lee really does like to mix. Um, unfortunately, he drives truck. Um, and I have several people that hang out in, in my show and listen to my podcast. And thank you very much, Lee. And thank you very much, Tanner, um, who are both mixers. And they and they really enjoy mixing e-liquid. Um, unfortunately, um, it doesn't work out real well a lot of the time when you're driving truck. So, I mean, I get that. Um, but... You know, I I am blessed. Um, one of the things that I think makes me very blessed as far as the, the people that I have met through vaping is the amount of people that I have met that have the same love of making e-liquid that I do. You know, um, I am always very humbled and... and self-conscious when people walk up to me at a meet and say thank you for your DIY shows um you know I I learned how to start making e-liquid and it really meant a lot and you know me and I'm like oh man gee thanks and my face turns red and all of that nonsense but um it's it's just one of those things I think that one of the things that helped vaping work for me and really helped me break that smoking habit was that vaping became a hobby very quickly and and that hobby aspect of it 
um, instead of sitting on the couch going, oh, damn, where's my, where's my e-cig or, you know, God, I really want to have a cigarette. I would be watching a commercial for something and go, oh, you know what? I could make a vape out of that. And I figured out how to do it. You know, um, learning flavors has always been a passion of mine. And not to the extent, I'm not like Jacatro. Um, I find companies that, that I have faith in and that I trust the flavorings that they're putting out. And I, and I stay in those lanes. You know, I use a lot of flavor art. I use a lot of Kimmer's flavor lines. Kimmer, I'm telling you what, Kimmer rocked out the, the one flavor mixes. You know, her Arnold Palmer. That Arnold Palmer at 10% is what I have sitting here in my kabuki tank. Um, and, and I love it just like that. You know, um, I use uh, some of the, t the TPA line. I use very few Flavor West um, because I don't. Honest, you guys can't say this, but I can say this because I'm me and I can say whatever the hell I want. Um, I they're not quite honest. Um, Capella, I avoid like a plague, you know. But so I find that my lanes, and I'm very comfortable in those lanes. And then you have people like Jacatro. Hi, Kathy. I'm talking about you. Um, and by the way, everybody, in case you don't know it, Jacatro, that's a girl. Everybody, <laughs> she puts posts up in the DIY group, and everybody's like, you know that guy? No. But that Kathy, I know her. Um, Kathy has tried, I think, every flavor that there has ever been on the planet. You know, so so when when Kathy says this is the best one, she really means this is the best one because there's a really high likelihood that she has tried every other strawberry on the planet. It's it's very likely that she's tried it. Um, where me. When, when I tell somebody, this, this one here is my favorite, um, I might have only tried four or five other ones. You know, so she's got a broader spectrum of, of the flavor world than I do. Um, but I... She, she has a developed palate, right? I mean, she has like a, a supremely developed palate that she picks out things uh, that's very interesting, right? Yeah. Um, from a flavor, right? And Oliver does, Oliver does the same thing. Um, when I tell somebody that, that I know people that I would consider to be master mixers, um, Kathy is one and Oliver is another. You know, um, they, they can pick out things. And Kathy and I have had conversations where we're trying to figure out what something is. And it might be two weeks later and she will send me a message and just go, I figured it out. And sure as shit, she'll say it. And I'm like, yep, that's exactly what it is. Where I can't, I can't put my finger on that little back note thing. You know? It's like forest fruit. Every time I mix up forest fruit, <laughs> it's something different to me. And, and I'm vaping actually forest fruit right now. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I mean, it's, you get, it's just, it's a different combination. I'm like, oh, okay, well, da 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 and I'm thinking, you know what, well, maybe it's just because the, the coil's different, you know, or maybe is it because that this time I had it in, in a Nautilus Mini, and this time I had it in a Dripper, and this time I had it in the Kabuki tank? Um, fucked if I know. I don't know, but it is. So, you know, there's that. 
Not that I'm trying to embarrass. Oh, I love Oliver. Yeah, not that I'm I trying owe everything to. Everything I know to mixing to I, Oliver. I know it. Oliver. Oliver is an amazing, amazing mixer, um, and I I give credit where credit is due. And uh, honestly, I I have to say that those two people um, are on par or above and beyond most commercial mixers that I know. And they do it just. Yep. Just for the love of flavor. So there's that. Yeah, but there's no question. They they could teach things to uh, fixers, you know. And I'm sure they have, right? I'm sure I'm sure there's mixers out there that learn things from those people. They'll never admit it, right? But uh, you know, probably learn things in their in their journey, right? Yes, sir. So um. With Clearstream, I'm sorry, I, I distracted you with phone calls. Sorry, I left people hanging out on hold. I didn't I didn't want Kevin to have to hang up to go put his little girl to bed before I got to his phone call. Um, so Clearstream is rolling out more advanced testing, and they're looking at other things besides, um, because that's the biggest thing that I want people to understand, too, um, people are under the false impression that uh, diaketones are the only thing in our flavorings that could have the potential of not being uh, the best things for us to be vaporizing on a daily basis. And mm-hmm. there, there is so much that we don't know. And the, to me, that is the wonderful thing about the Clearstream project is it is going above and beyond diaketones. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think Anne, was it in chat, had asked earlier uh, that she was a little bit confused because she had thought that she uh, uh, already knew what was bad. And I think, you know, for kind of like the, 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 the standard vapor, um, you know, who who doesn't, uh, you know, is not as passionate or as a hobbyist, shall we say, as, as members of this group, um, you know, they, they think the, the bad things in e-liquid are, are diketones, you know, diastol, acetylpropanol, or 2 3 pentadione. Um, what Clearstream Onward is doing is, is answering the age-old question that, A, we know nicotine is safe to inhale, propylene glycol, vegetable glycerin is same. The flavoring has always been kind of the, uh, the unknown integer in, in vaping, as to say, for definitively, we could never say before that, flavoring is 100% safe to vape. So what Clearstream Onward is doing, to put it quite simply and to summarize what Sean had mentioned earlier, is that uh, in conjunction with basically the MIT of Italy, um, they have developed a, a real virtual model of a, of a human lung using real human lung cells. And uh, from what I understand, uh, there are four different types of lung cells. Uh, and so they cultured these cells and they're basically uh, taking e-liquid uh, with a set percentage of flavoring, and they're using this uh, kind of advanced vaping machine uh, to, to draw vapor. And that vapor is being uh, exposed into these lung cells that they've cultured in vitro, and then they monitor the lung cells. Uh, it's actually really cool. They use a, a dye that changes color as the, as the lung cells die. So um, if the lung cells change color, then they measure you know, what percentage of flavoring and, uh, and how bad the lungs have reacted, also known as cytotoxicity. Uh, and then that lets them know if the flavoring or if the liquid 
uh, is causing lung cell death. And, uh, and we, like Sean said, it's not like we are tailoring these results to match what we want to say. This is a completely independent company. And uh, if we find something wrong with, uh, with our flavoring and, and, and uh, in use for e-liquid, uh, then we have no qualms about making it public and totally reformulating that flavor. Uh, so far, I can confidently say with every flavor that we've tested so far in the last year, uh, there hasn't been anything even close. Uh, I think the threshold for cytotoxicity was at a number, you know, called 30. And, and the closest we got to 30 was uh, mid-20s, and that was with cinnamon uh, at, uh, at 5%. Um, but other e-liquids out there, uh, European brands that they were testing and European flavors were registering way off the charts in terms of cytotoxicity. So it's really cool because it's not just about, you know, diastol and acetylpropanol. It's about everything else in the flavoring, butyric acid, uh, you know, the other two diketones that no one really is talking about. Uh, it's about the chemical compounds used in the 90 seconds. Like Sean mentioned, if there are six flavors and each flavor has 600 chemicals, that's you know, 3,600 chemicals and the way they react uh, when you mix them, nobody really knows. Uh, so what ClearStream Onward is, is illustrating is how do these flavorings affect your lung cells? Do they, do they cause damage actually to the lung? Uh, and so far, like I said, uh, with all of our flavors tested so far, we're not even close to being cytotoxic. Uh, so, you know, it's very good uh, for our industry. Uh, you know, 60 seconds. Flavor art centered because obviously being the primary sponsor of this study, we're testing our flavors first. Um, but it's it's going to be the scientific evidence that uh, a lot of people are looking for to show you know whether the flavors in in our e-liquid uh, are safe uh, for inhalation. Interesting enough, um, we're we're, te we're you know the vaping machine itself is probably the coolest thing about this because. Um, We've, we've, we've spent a lot of time setting up the parameters <clears throat> to understand and make sure what we're doing is, is, is real. You know, we all understand, you know, the uh, inadequacies of the formaldehyde research and, and why they had such bad results negatively impacting our industry. Uh, Ten but seconds. Oh, hold on just a second, Niagara. Uh, hold sorry. on. Hold on. The yeah. obnoxious British lady's going to hang up and not take any more incoming phone calls. Um, the ones I have on here will stay, but she keeps doing her countdown thing, and I don't want you getting drowned out by her stupid countdown bullshit. Um, she should. No, break. I, I can't even hear it, right? Yeah, no, I can hear it. Yeah, she's screaming in my ear. There we go. Okay, she's done. She's done bitching now. You can continue. I'm sorry. So um, when when we were obviously there with uh, with Phil in uh, September. Um, what we understood is that they put a lot of energy and time, and this whole thing is controlled by a computer, and it's uh, monitoring a lot of things that make real sense in everyday real life and how people vape. Um, so it's it's testing and creating a medium uh, from the vapor um, at multiple ohms, multiple devices, multiple wattages, multiple temperatures, um, multiple uh, coil configurations. Um, so that's one thing that's really neat. So we're not just going to say, we're just going to do all of this tasting based upon a Aspire BBC at 1.6 ohms using 3.7 uh, volts um, or 10 watts or whatever. But they're doing a, a huge uh, array to make sure that it fits real life and that uh, 
um, that they're not experiencing a dry burn or anything of that nature. And also, interestingly enough, that every time we test a, one of our flavors, as a cross-comparison, they're actually taking and, and, and buying other competitive products and saying, okay, you know, this is how our cherry um, has tested. Let's, let's see what other cherries are out there. And we're comparing other products, okay? Um, and uh, they're just buying them blindly. So that we're not saying, oh, we know those guys make the really dirty juice. Test theirs. Uh, <laughs> you know, let's show ours off better. They're literally just blindly, they're, you know, going out there. And these guys aren't vapors, uh, to my knowledge. Did you see any of them vaping, Rich? I didn't see any of them. Any of the scientists and doctors at the University of Atlanta, did you see any of them vaping? Rich? I think he Sorry, muted. I had it muted because so I was typing <laughs> on the keyboard. I think there are one oh. or two uh, that were there that were vaping. So, anyway, it's not like they know all the brands like people in this room do. Like, you know, oh, let's go uh, test some of this guy's juice because, you know, he just got called out or whatever. Um, so, they're just blindly, you know, buying other things. So, they're doing cross comparisons to other products to see how ours is uh, lining up. So, it's a. Uh, I mean, go look at the website when it goes back up. Is it up right now again, Rich? I haven't looked at yeah, it. Yeah, I, I posted. It I posted the link twice in chat, uh, and in the link, the results of what we have tested so far uh, are there. And in fact, um, I'm, I just brought up cherry uh, because the whole the Ben Zeldahide is uh, is a buzzword these days, and you can clearly see that uh, cherry. And, and now, when you look at the website, you'll notice it's it's e-liquid that they're testing, but the e-liquid. Uh, uh, like I said, we know PG, VG, mix are all safe for inhalation, and uh, the flavoring is uh, is generally at about three to five percent. Uh, so essentially, when you look up cherry, you're you're reading the results of how the flavoring has been affected, and it kind of it's very cool. It's very graphical. Uh, it lays out, you know, what a, a traditional tobacco cigarette, you know, would be causing harm to a lung cell, you know, and graphically it shows you what the cherry threshold is, and it, and it lets you know uh, via a color scheme. Uh, if the if the liquid is bad or not, and like I said, we are not skewing these results. Uh, Flavor Art wants to know, uh, and if we find any of our e-liquid uh, flavorings uh, that are causing any type of cytotoxicity, we will be the first ones to publicly announce it and uh, and start reformulation on that flavor. That's okay. I muted too because I was typing and I was talking and yeah. Anyway. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, what does this all mean to us as well? You know, it means that we have uh, the ability to sleep at night, uh, you know, in the, in the most frank terms. Um, it gives us insurance that, uh, that for our products in Europe, uh, it means something and it means something that, um, as steaming regulation drops in the next couple of months, it's, it's a big deal. You know, one of the reasons we're so busy right now is there's companies out there that we can't name that have figured this out and are rushing to us. Um, we're literally reverse engineering complete lines and not insignificant ones, uh, I might add, um, uh, because they've come to terms with where they're at and, and they're looking for a good end game partner and uh, somebody that they can trust and that's going to go, uh, you know, to all lengths possible uh, to ensure that their product is going to make it through 
um, you know, the process of registration that's going to require uh, both molecular formulation uh, along with the scientific uh, evidence necessary that the flavors they're using are going to pass. And, and those two things are going to be there uh, no matter what. Um, and uh, will it affect the DIY world? I can't say, uh, but it could. Okay, there's every reason to believe that uh, that you know flavoring will be as as tied to this as a device that's no different than a flashlight. Did, um, and that, so, did you happen to see the legislation uh, they're trying to push through here about the childproof caps? They pushed through. Yeah, not trying. It's done, right? For nicotine. Um, and you know, and here is the ironic thing, you know. They're they're all saying that we need this, and because big tobacco is poisoning children, and blah 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 blah. And I found it very ironic that the pre-filled carts, uh, pre-filled cartomizers from the big tobacco companies, are completely exempt. So um, I am not a fan of childproof caps. And, you know, anybody that knows me knows why. I can't open the damn things with my hands. I am not a fan of childproof caps. I think I should be able to have the choice of whether my stuff comes in a childproof cap or not. Um, my prescription drugs for my RSD. I have the choice of whether it comes in a childproof bottle or not. Um, putting medication for my hands in a childproof bottle is kind of um, hateful and evil. You know, it's a horribly evil thing to do to me. Uh, the last thing I need when my hands hurt is to not be able to get to my medicine, um, which is really ironic because even though my kids are grown, I still have one of my children open the damn bottle. Um, Bernie's the closest thing to a child I have, and of course, I mean, he's pushing 6'2", so um, he's not technically what anybody would consider a child. Um <laughs> Is he six two already, Jeannie? Last time I saw that one, I think you know. Yeah. He was growing, but yeah, 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 he is. yeah. Wow. Yeah, he's 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 a big kid. Um, I did I did really well with that one. I get phone calls at least twice a week uh, from people calling to tell me, um, just wanted to let me know how polite my son is. Kimmer Kimmer, on the other hand, Kimmer threatened him with no candy ever again today when I was talking to her on the phone. Um, if if Bernie ever calls Kimmer ma'am ever again, he's never getting any more candy from her. So, <laughs> yeah. That'll teach him. Yeah, that'll teach him. Uh, but he, he does. Uh, it's Miss Parr and it's Miss Lisa, um, you know, and that's just, I, you know, tried tried to do it right. But, yeah, my, my biggest. Look, I, 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 I always remark on that to you, right? Every time I call you uh, at home. And your son picks up first, right? I always remark, to, you know, to say, oh, my God, you, you've done such a great job as a mom. Yeah. Okay. He, you know, I believe we're, our children are products of the parents, and your child is the most polite, well-spoken kid that, that, that I can ever remember meeting. Um, you know, he's extremely, extremely um, polite, you know, and, uh, and mature in, in how he talks to people. And that I love kids that have fear and respect for their elders. Yeah, he right? is, he <laughs> is, yes, right? He's respectful. Um and yeah. and I'm and I'm glad of that. And I'm not saying the kid is perfect because he could lip off to his mom. 
You don't have a problem doing that. Um, but, you know, if if you have to pick where your kids are, are, are smart-ass, I'd rather him be a smart-ass at home and be respectful to the people that he meets on the street. And, you know, um, and he's really good about that. But, yeah, I get I get at least two phone calls a week, Paul or I do, um, with somebody, you know, that Bernie did something nice, you know. Um, I had a friend of mine that used to own a beauty shop here in town. Um, she got really bad knees. Bernie would go into, if he was going down through town or whatever, he would go in her shop. And, and did you have anything you needed out to your car today? I'll take it out for you, okay? And carry stuff out to her car for her. Um, he's just that kind of kid. Wow. So, and th- that's a good thing, you know. But And, and it's really funny because my friend <coughs> would always say, you know, his buddies were standing out on the sidewalk looking at him like, what the hell are you doing, dude? And that was just burning. So, um, but Jeannie, you, you can't really blame him for the smart ass part, right? Because you know you get that in his DNA from I I don't you know, know where that comes female, from. Female that made him. Yeah, I don't know where he gets that from, at all. I I yeah. I, I don't know where that came from. Yeah, um, he actually yeah, plus, he he, you know. he broke up a physical altercation at school the other day. And uh, the school nurse had to call me because he got punched in the back of the head, um, breaking up an altercation. And I'm like, well, is he in trouble? And they're like, no, he's not in trouble. I'm like, okay. And they're like, well, these two girls. And I went, oh, that explains it. <laughs> that Never explains. stop a cat fight. It's a golden rule. Paul should have told him that. I, I told him. I said, Bernie, I said, you know most girls I said you don't you don't want to break up a cat fight and he goes no mom he said it was like a you fight he said they were throwing punches I said oh okay then <laughs> you know yeah he didn't that's, that's and he tried to break no it up no yeah. win situation yeah he was trying to break it up so that the girls didn't get in trouble and I'm like but teachers saw it and he goes yeah and I'm like so they got in trouble anyway and he goes yeah and I said so you got punched in the back of the head for nothing right and he goes well no, I, it still, you know, I, it was, it was the right thing to do, mom. I'm like, okay, B. Hey. So he's. I'm pretty sure that he thought one of them was pretty darn cute too. Well, yeah, it's his girlfriend. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> the truth comes out. Yeah, one was his, yeah. One, yeah, one was his girlfriend who I absolutely adore. And I never really would have thought that, that this girl would ever have gotten in a fight at school. But I can't really blame her because the other girl slapped her. So, you know, I get that. My mother, my mother raised <laughs> me. My mother raised me. Don't you ever let me find out you started a fight. Don't ever let me find out that you swung first. But you damn sure better finish it. <laughs> which, which this day and age would get you expelled from school. Yeah, it's crazy now in the United States. It's, it's crazy. Um, I don't think it's like that in Canada because you guys, you guys, that country revolves around hockey. So I I can't imagine (laughs) your, your school system being like that, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really bad here now. It's, it's bad. Uh, we, we are such an anti state. Um, and you know, that's, that's another thing vaping has done for me. Vaping has given me Jan Johnson as a friend. And one thing I have learned from having Jan Johnson as a friend of mine is that this country is so sissified and everybody needs to get the fuck over it. 
um, that, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying that everybody needs to be an asshole because, you know, I subscribe to the, the don't be a dick rule. Um, but things here are so, so just sissified. It's, it's terrible. It, it really is. It's, it's honestly terrible. We need, we need, you know what we need? We need Shy to come down here. Um, we need Shy to come down and straighten this country out. And that girl could do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have, I, I spend uh, many weeks with Nice, uh, okay, okay, with her on my team as one of my little firecrackers, okay. Uh, you know, she's like, she's like the Wolverine that I pull out, okay, when I want to, okay, fuck with people, okay. She's, she's such a tiger. Yeah, of course, she's kind of in a uh, bedridden state right now, about to pop any day now. Yeah, her and my daughter are due. Left, right? Yeah, her and my daughter are due like days apart. <clears throat> well, well, she found a good man. I'm very happy for her. Uh, I really like her man. Uh, it's funny because uh, uh, her man Daniel and her met through my organization. Uh-huh. Although, uh huh. Although, Jada Vaping guy says that he set it up, and I'll give him credit for that. But uh, they definitely did hook up at a. Uh, CVA-related events, so uh, uh, advocacy found her love, okay? And, yep. uh, Al- alcohol and advocacy go hand in hand. Yeah, alcohol and advocacy, yeah. Vaping, yeah. uh, advocacy, and alcohol, okay, with the combination for that, uh, that new love, right? That new little girl that's coming out soon, right? I think... She's just showing off pictures now, little pink outfits. Yeah, I am, um, I, you know, in... That girl, I absolutely adore her, and she knows she knows that I'm kind of a softy. Um, don't any of you don't any of you assholes think that I'm a softy because I'm not? But when it comes to babies, I am. <laughs> and she knew that my hands had just been killing me and everything. And the other day, and I'm having a really super bad day, and all of a sudden my email goes off, and it was the invitation to watch her 3D ultrasound. And 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 it just yeah I was like oh it's completely and totally turned a shitty day into a really good day so um, that girl really knows people um, she's a very good judge of people and she when she is your friend she makes it her priority to know you as a person not the not necessarily the person you want everybody to think you are. And that's a very rare talent, and she's got it in spades. And I think it is one of the things that makes her just be able to kick ass when it comes to advocacy. Is she yeah. can she she can figure out people. And she's really good at it. So her, her problem is though, Jeannie, okay, she's us twenty years ago. Right, so she's her one issue is she hasn't learned patience. Okay, she has very low tolerance for things. Right, so you know sometimes you know she's a tiger. Right, so you know you know she can she can be extremely okay eloquent. Okay, but God, when she's wild, okay, well, you, you can't. She has no patience for stuff. She can't hold herself. Right. Oh yeah. Right? I, I always say, she, you're me at half my age. And I remember being you, and the only difference between you and me, apart from age, is the fact that I've learned, okay, 
to tolerate things and be a little bit more patient. It's like Rich, okay, with all the stuff that we've done this year, Rich is like ready to, okay, throw himself out of out the window, and I'm like, buddy, okay, tomorrow's another day, right? <laughs> you know, you know, if you're wondering why I'm not freaking out, it's only because I've seen this happen, okay, for 25 years that you haven't, okay, which is you know, almost the difference. I think we're only we're about 20 years difference in age, but. Uh, uh, I said, well, I just, the only difference between you and me is I've got 20 years that I've seen this before, okay, a thousand more times over 20 years, and it'll, it'll, it'll work itself out, right? You know, and uh, uh, that's what Shay's like. But nevertheless, I'm, I'm very lucky to have her as part of my board up here in Canada, and she makes a huge difference. Uh, she's right in there in the fight with uh, Quebec, and, uh, and she's a, a great advocate in the industry. And, you know, and that was kind of something that we glossed over through this entire conversation. We've got about 12 minutes left before the phones hang up on you two. So, but before we get hung up on, that was something that was alluded to a couple of times in the conversation tonight, but we didn't really touch on, is the fact that you are so active in advocacy that it's it's just crazy. How you how you devote the amount of time and effort and energy you do to the different things that you're involved in. Uh, you make me tired. Um, just, yeah, you, you make me tired, Sean. Um, but I couldn't, I couldn't do it without Rich, believe me. You know, it, it's crazy. If Dimitri told me how much time and energy it takes to do this, uh, I probably would have walked away from it. Um, but, uh, because there's there's very little reward except personal rewards. You make uh, more enemies than friends. You lose more business than you gain. Um, you get very few thanks. Uh, people think that you work for them when you're volunteering. Yeah. Okay. And most of them can't, couldn't afford me. Okay. Um, even if they wanted to, um, it's you know rich rich years it every day. I mean, like literally, I spent this week probably 25 hours. I've been involved in a meeting every night, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, night off tonight, and then I'm back at it okay, tomorrow uh, for an uh, election and, uh, um, and then off for the weekend and back at it on Monday again. Three, four, five hours a day. So what you're Sorry. telling me is your wife has no love of vapors. No, no she understands it because... Uh, <laughs> Uh, she understands I'm passionate about it, and she understands it needs to be done. And uh, um, I involve her in what's going on, and uh, she understands it. Like somebody's got to do it. At the end of the day, I'm just happy that other people in Canada now are, are stepping up. Um, that we're inspiring new people to become advocates and uh, activists. And uh, you know, we had a very awe-inspiring uh, rally. Uh, at Queen's Park, where the whole community gathered together with almost a thousand people, which is a lot of people in, the, in our population base, right? So there's there's less people in Ontario than are in, in New York City, right? Um, uh, there's less people. There's about the same amount of people in Canada as in California, right? California had uh, 200 people show up at their state uh, legislature. We had a thousand people show up at our state legislature. In a population, okay, one twentieth of the size. So we had five times more people, five times more people in California did it in a population one twentieth the size. Well, uh, so I yeah, have, it's, 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 
interesting. Monday night after Alex was on Jan's show, and they, they the CASA update is recorded during Jan's show every week, um, and I got smart and started muting my microphone so that you don't hear me cussing during the CASA update. Um, <clears throat> but I had said something to Jan and Alex, and I'd like to pose the same thing to, to you guys. Um, I saw a post recently where somebody was kind of condemning the advocacy groups for not jumping in and doing something um, when a device vented. And, and it, really, it really pissed me off. I was, I was just livid over it. And I sat for an hour and a half trying to figure out how I wanted to word the post that I wanted to put up. Um, because they didn't want to call anybody out by name. And I, I didn't really want to get into it, but it was, it just really completely and totally pissed me off that advocacy was, was getting shit for not doing something about it. And, and it just, it, it really just floored me because I see how much time and energy goes into all of the work that you and Jan and Alex and the people at CASA and the people at CVA, that all of these people put into trying to make the government see sense and reason in, in their, their mass hysteria about regulating us out of existence. And I know what a job that is. And that's, that is your focus. Um, and the, the, the incident that they were complaining about um, wasn't even a, a piece of equipment that was bought from a vendor. This was bought secondhand somewhere and didn't know the battery that was in it. And it was a, a, a mech. And, you know, I mean, there was, there, was just a, there was just this whole host of unknown things. And I guess I was kind of insulted that they thought that these people that are so involved in advocacy had all this time just to sit around and and write requests to vend to manufacturers about putting warnings in a box when when it pr- wouldn't have had anything to damn do with that to begin with, you know. So yeah, you're absolutely right. So thank you. A sixteen-year-old kid selling a clone to another sixteen-year-old kid. So thank you for your work and advocacy, and I, and I really, I tell Jan and Alex this all the time, but thank you, because I really don't think that people say thank you enough. So thank you. I appreciate that. Of course. It's Rich's job next year. I'm, gonna, I'm actually going to get involved with the new VPA uh, that's forming. Uh, I've been spending time uh, in the States now. Um, and uh, I think that, you know, for you guys, uh, VTA, it's like it's sizing up as being the right type of trade association to uh, put the right type of professionals uh, uh, that understand public affairs in the United States. And uh, if you haven't looked at the Draper Technology Association, you guys should. If there's any retailers in this room, they, I think they should look at it very seriously. I I've spent countless hours looking at it versus Safada. And uh, I've made finally that I, I spent two hours this, this week with their one of their chief counsels and uh, board members, and uh, I'm pretty impressed with what, what I see with VTA coming up in the states. Um, it's a, it's a, an impressive organization that's built right 
uh, with the right focus that has people that are stakeholders uh, that are in the industry, not a whole bunch of lawyers uh, running it. Well, and it's, uh, I it's have to thank Rich, too. I have to thank Rich for um, coming down into the States and um, contributing his knowledge to the syndicated the syndicated television news when they did a, a story. Um, I, I got to see Rich's beautiful little face on my television. Um, Rich, you, you have beautiful complexion uh, on a 72-inch television, by the way. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I, it's it's I, I like all the, to my... the half of a baby. <laughs> and <laughs> my Asian genetic... Well, and the other thing, uh, Niagara made mention of your temper, Rich. Um, I don't think I have ever not seen you smiling and laughing, ever. Not not one time. So, Niagara, the next time Rich loses his cool, um, record that on your phone and send it to me, will you? Because until I hear it, <laughs> I don't think I can believe it. Uh yeah, never, well, never happens. Yeah, he, Even when I'm mad, I'm smiling. <laughs> yeah, he smiles. Yeah, when he throws himself out the window, as I alluded to, he'll be smiling on the way down. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. We'll be thinking of kimchi. We'll be thinking of kimchi. Uh-huh. Okay, guys. Yeah. Um, the phones are going to hang up on us. So I oh. d- I did want to yeah. tell the two of you. Thank you very much for coming and hanging out with me. I I I always appreciate it when you do. Um. But in, Our pleasure, Jeannie. Our pleasure. You know, Clearstream is we just... Love you. We is, love you, Jeannie. Oh, I love so, you guys, too. But Clearstream is one of those things that I think people really need to pay attention to. Um, and and I don't see enough focus on it. So I, I'm going to put the focus on it. Well, we, we hope other companies uh, step up because they're going to have to. Uh, it's a reality lesson. Um, and uh, we don't... Uh, take pride on being the only company doing it, uh, but other companies are going to have to do this. It's time for companies to stand up and invest in advocacy and for companies like us to stand up and invest in research. And we hope that uh, we see our competitors uh, bring out more information that provides more safety to vaping because it's all about saving an industry and, and giving an opportunity for a safer alternative to smokers, right? It's not about us or our research, quite frankly. So hopefully we uh, create a uh, positive role model of what the other people should do uh, they did it. All right? Yes, sir. All righty. Well, thank you very much, Sean. Thank you very much, Rich. And I'm, I'm, I love you a long time. I am hoping upon hope that I get to see you guys in Chicago. If we're in Chicago, I will promise anybody in this room Okay, that we will have a shit ton of cake flavoring with us. Okay, <laughs> I, 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 I promise, okay, Margo and Lisa and Kathy and all the other people that we look forward to seeing, Margo, uh, that we will uh, definitely have cake there. Okay, lots and lots of cake. Okay, can we have a mixing party? Can we have, can we have a mixing party this year? We did that last have year. A mix- no, I'm just saying, just mixers in the room. Not a whole bunch of drunk idiots, okay? Um, <laughs> there, was, there was very few mixers. There was only a few of us. Really, it was you, Brittany, and Jeremy, okay, that were mixers apart from the three of us, right? <laughs> okay, Brittany from 
pure backo Daniel's girl, right? That yep. uh, that has made some beautiful lines and uh, yep. Jeremy and yourself. We'll, we'll have a mixing party and we'll just we'll bring all the shit and we'll just mix recipes and drink. That, yeah, and drink, yeah, that would because the girls, the girls are insistent. They think they're getting me drunk, and I'm like, uh, no, it's not going to happen. So, all right, um, I will see. Alrighty, we got ten seconds, so I will see everybody next week. And next week is DIY week, so if you got DIY questions, don't forget to call in, and you get free credit at Kimmer's for doing so. So there's that. All right, night, everybody. Nice seeing everybody.